Welcome back, welcome back again to War Room. We are still on a series called My Father. This is the last of that series I'm going to do today. And I do encourage you, strongly encourage you to go back and listen to part one again if you need to listen to it so that it gets into your heart, into where you can get to the place that you can you can recognize the Heavenly Father as your own very Father to reprogram your mind from taking it uh, from our God Oh, the the heaven, you know, the the God of heaven and earth. But now bringing it to the level of Him being your Father, it does something to your faith. It does something to to your obedience walk with Him. It does something to your confidence when you pray. It does something to you when you didn't listen to the Word of God and try to apply what he does, what he said to you, it makes life easier. You're not being fearful because you know he's your daddy. You're not making, you're not making his deity any lower. You're not making his importance any lower. You are just accepting and knowing that he's your father. He cares about you. He loves you. He wants all for you. But you know, Christians, brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you, we get into a route. I don't know where this comes from, but we get into such a big doing. I got to do this. I got to do that. And it's okay to do. But remember, you doing X, Y, and Z does not does not his love for you is not based on what you did or what you're doing most of the times this is what i see because you know we work with brother hagen ministries years ago in altar care and we would see people come down to the altar and say i volunteer i do this i do that and and i feel so unworthy because they're trying to gain god's favor they're trying to gain the heavenly father favor to bless them. And it's not the case. It is not the case. You see, the thing is that you can volunteer for 100 years in the children ministry, in church, in usher, and all of that. You can volunteer and do X, Y, and Z and stretch yourself thin. Now, don't get me wrong. It's okay to do that to volunteer. You can pay your tithes and offering because the word of God said bring your tithes and offering. You can uh, sow the biggest mission offering. You can uh, uh, get all this success. But the father love does not depend on that. He loves you regardless. <laughs> I'm going to say it again because it bear witness. He loves you regardless of how many hours you volunteer. He loves you regardless of whether you make it to church on Sunday or you don't make it to church. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong here because this is a fine line where people say, well, so Juanita said, it doesn't matter. God loves me. He loves you regardless of what you go to church or not. But when you make him your personal father and accept him and recognize that, oh, I don't have to do all of that. I can just fellowship with him. It make you in, it bring you in obedience to his word that said, pay your tithes and offering. That said, fellowship with the burden. That said, volunteer. Yes. So you're not doing it out of legalistic. You're not doing it out of, oh, I, if I don't do that, I'm not going to get lost. No, you're doing it because you love him and you want to be a blessing. You see what I mean? You're doing that because you want to be a blessing. You want to extend the, the word of God to little children if you volunteer, to, 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 to the prayer team if you volunteer in prayer, the usher team. You want to just be a blessing because you're excited about your father. 
You see, you're not doing it from a standpoint like, oh, I've done all of this. Now when I pray, I should get answer. Oh no, you got it backwards. You're doing it because you love the father. You love your father. You know something else? This is something else that we do. When the clock goes off in the morning at four o'clock or five o'clock, whatever the law you, you put on your heart to pray. And people say, oh my, I missed that clock this morning. I'm not going to be worthy today. Oh boy, it's going to be a rough day. Why are you saying that? Because everybody, people think that I got to do my devotional. It's a check the box system they're using. If I do this, if I do that, then I'm worthy. You know, and the thing here is, I heard Brother Hagen talking one time about a woman who was a pioneer in the church. She'd been there forever, and she's an old lady now. She's minister. She's done everything, and she was said she needed healing. I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm saying this for somebody. She needed healing, and the man of God came in there to pray for people who need a healing, and this other young man who is just a new believer received his healing very quickly, and this lady did not receive her healing. And when you come to ask her later, he said, she said, well, I've done all of this thing. I should receive my healing. But no, it's not. It's you accepting the Father word that said, I'm here and believing in him. That's what caused your healing to come. It's not you because you've done X, Y, and Z. And another thing I did in the past that I found myself, I, like, I'm believing God for something. And then I make mistake. What kind of mistake did you make? It's not your business, but I'll tell you anyway. I made a mistake, you know, said something hurtful to somebody, something that was not very nice. I mean, obviously, every, you know, something that was not, that was a little harsh. That's what I meant, you know, to somebody. And right then, right at the very next breath out of my mouth, I knew that I made a mistake. And I went to that sister and I said, forgive me. That wasn't very nice for me to say. Because I had a Holy Spirit on the inside. He prompted me. He said, that was not a very nice thing to say. And I corrected it, but guess what happened? The, the aftermath of it, the devil came on my shoulder and said, "Now you done it. You done miss it, a a round. You know, it's just a little phrase. It's not a correct English, but he said you done mess up. You mess up. That means you're not gonna get what God you believe in the law for. And he called a scripture to me. He said because faith works by love. You didn't show that little young lady love when you when you smack at her." And then I started to beat on myself. I said, oh, Lord, forgive me, Father, forgive me. And I got to cry and the tear works came out because I made a mistake. And then the Father, the Holy Spirit brought a scripture to my heart and said, but I said in First John 1, 9, that if you confess your sins, I am faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Why are you fishing in there? Why are you harvesting what you said? I already said I'm faithful to forgive you. And you know something? Right then, I got it. I said, my, my living righteous." Does not make God to love me or will not hold the blessings of God back. And then I got wild on the devil. I'm like, you a lying thief. You try to steal my confidence. You try to steal my blessing. You see, that's what we get on a condemnation because maybe we're not living right. Or maybe we're not walking right. Or maybe our performance is too low. We don't have that confidence. And the devil has got you down to the back of the barrel where nobody knows you're dead. He had beaten you down so hard because of your mistakes or because of this. And he made your confidence so low that you're not even able to come and pray and even call him, my father. You just said, oh God, help me. And he would take it too. 
You know, when you make a mistake and you slip and you fall, it's okay. Get up. Get up because he loves you. His love for you is not on how much success you done. It's not how, um, how much souls you save. It's not based on your performance. It's not based on how you, you, you read your devotional all through the year and you went through the Bible 150 times. Most of the time when you get up in the morning, all he wants is for you to acknowledge him. Most of the time when I get up, I say, oh, Father, thank you. He just want your heart. He just want your heart. Yes, it's okay. Look, I have not telling you not to read the word and I am not telling you not to volunteer and I am not telling you not to pray or not to reach out to somebody who's hurting. I am telling you when you take him as your father, everything you do is not going to change his love for you. It's not going to change his blessing towards you. It's not going to stop or hinder your, the healing process that he forming in your body. It's not going to change it because he loves you regardless. Let's get a scripture here. Romans chapter 5 verse 8. It says, I'd like to turn to that. Romans chapter 5 verse 8. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Your word is so good. It brings light. It brings life. Romans 5 verse 8. I'm going there. He said, but God demonstrated his own love towards us. I'm reading from the New King James. But God demonstrated his own love towards us. In that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You know, let me tell you something. He demonstrated his own love towards us while we were making mistakes. He still loves us. And if you go to Jeremiah, that's a favorite scripture of everybody. Jeremiah 33, 3, I mean 31. Let's go back to Jeremiah 31, verse 3. He said, the Lord has appeared unto me saying, I have loved you. You see the word love is past then. I have loved you with an everlasting love, with a love that, that doesn't have a beginning or an end. Because I am the beginning and the end. You remember he said that in Revelation chapter 1 verse 8. He said, I am the Alpha and Omega. That means I am the beginning. I am the end. I'm all in between. And he's saying yet yeah, that his love is an everlasting love. The one that is endless, that doesn't have anything. It doesn't based on what I'm doing what I've done but when you know the father as your own heavenly father I am telling you it does something because this is it when you don't keep that confidence built up and you allow the devil to squash you down like a squash potato when it's time to pray when it's time to believe God for something you don't have the faith not that you don't have the faith seriously speaking you don't have confidence you let go of your confidence and faith is that confidence of the knowing who said what and believing what he said. You don't have confidence. You know all the right scriptures, but you cannot pray for yourself. You are having 110 prayer lines praying for you. You know, God is so merciful. I'm not here to cast you down or beat over your head. He is so merciful. If you catch yourself doing that, get back to knowing him. Get back. You say, well, how do I know him as my father? Just accept his word. He said, you are my child. Except what First John uh, 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 3 verse 1 said, he said, you are my child. I call you my child. Except what Jesus said in, in John chapter 20 verse 17 and said, I'm going to my father and your father. 
Just acknowledge him as your father and talk to him. You know, sometimes you don't have 10 hours or three hours or even 30 minutes a day. But if you have a 30 seconds and say, Father, I thank you. Father, I acknowledge you today. Father, I love you today. Even if you don't feel like loving him, just say it anyway. Because it does something to your heart. It does. He wants that heart, that meek and humble heart. When you do miss it and you mess up, Father, I ask you to forgive me. When you're struggling today and you know you cannot go through, Father, I need your help. If you need wisdom today and you don't have any and you see, he said, he that asks for wisdom, I will give. You said, Father, I am seeking your wisdom. Holy Spirit, I thank you that I know all things. You will bring things to my remembrance. You will teach me. You know, if your child is sick today, you say, Father, I ask you to heal my baby. And I thank you that you heard me when I pray. You know, when something's, when you have a joyful report, you say, Father, you know, you can tell everybody how wonderful the Lord has been, but take a sigh and say, Father, I love you and I thank you for making this come to pass. You know, you start thanking him before the answer get there. <laughs> you start thanking him. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It doesn't matter how quick it takes. You just hold on to your confidence because God loves you regardless of all your success, regardless of what you're going to accomplish on earth. When you realize and make him your own very own father, praying become easier. Reading the word become easier. Going to church become lovely. Serving in different ministry becomes a joy. Right? Helping out in the youth becomes a joy. Being a traffic team or, or helping, being an usher becomes a privilege. You love to do it. You're excited. It's not a legalistic thing. You get excited because you are there to help somebody else to see the Heavenly Father as their own very Father. So I want to encourage you today. Thank you for joining me today, but I want to encourage you. Don't stop making him personal. Make him personal. He is your very own father. He is your very own daddy. Fall back on his shoulder and say, I love you, daddy. So if you don't read a word today, you just give him a heart. He says, Lord, Holy Spirit, I thank you for the word that is dwelling within me. I thank you that I'm going to receive from you and just spend a little bit of time with him. You will be so blessed and you will be totally amazed to see your spiritual walk with the Lord just grow and grow and grow. Join me back here again at War Room. We love you.